Welcome to the Homeschool Show for North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have as our co-host, Amanda Wares. Yes, hi. How's hi. it going? It's going great. Good. Yeah, excited. So we are at another speech and debate tournament. This time we're in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're going to be out of the studio today and recording at this speech and debate tournament. We're surrounded by lots of homeschool kids, yes. lots of homeschool parents doing some pretty awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll share some of that with you as well. My name is Mackenzie Hall and I am a homeschool student. I think probably my favorite thing about homeschooling is I get to work with uh, my mom and my dad who deeply care about my education and what I actually learn, the kind of things I'm learning. So the fact that they care deeply about me and my education probably makes it most wonderful. Uh, Recently, for the, the past year or so, I've been greatly interested in philosophy and also I've been greatly interested in that applied to the environment, so environmental ethics has been my main interest. Another thing I'm involved in is speech and debate, which has been a great blessing to me. What it's enabled me to do is learn how to speak because naturally I am a great uh, a great introvert and I've always had trouble talking to people, but speech and debate has uh, enabled me to think critically, to be able to talk to people. And it's also introduced me into a lot of different ideas, different philosophies that I've enjoyed studying. So it's helped me educationally as well as just practically. Homeschooling gives the opportunity to really free up the schedule. You know, I'm able to work in the mornings and other people can't. Other gives hours then. Um, just the flexibility. I suppose. It's, it's really nice to have that. And the, the time I get to spend with my family, it's not something most families get these days. All right, so today in Homeschool News, we will give you an update on some legislation we're working on. We're going to talk about Capital Fest, our team track at the conference, and some important deadlines coming up this week. Then with Homeschool Conversations, we're going to listen to the rest of Matthew's talk with Representative Jeff Zenger. And then on Homeschool Helps with Amanda, I am going to share with you homeschooling high school how-tos. Ooh. Yeah. But that's uh, in high demand. Uh, Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Big questions. Yes, for sure. Okay, so for homeschool news, we're going to start off with the big one, which is a legislative update. This Mm -hmm. is the long session uh, for the North Carolina General Assembly. And so we are paying close attention to all the bills that are coming out, especially the ones that would affect education and home education. Mm -hmm. And so we want to remind you that that is one of the things that we're diligently doing to keep homeschooling free in North Carolina. Right. We've also come into, um, we've observed a problem that we would like to solve by proposing legislation and we're in the process of doing that right now. So what's happening is in the past few years, it's become more difficult for homeschoolers to find schools that will allow them to take the PSAT and the AP tests with their students. Uh, Since testing with a school is the only way to take these tests, NCAG is working on a new bill that would make North Carolina public schools open their doors to homeschool students to test them for the PSAT and the AP tests. Mm -hmm. So on March 17th, NCAG received a draft of the bill. We'll have suggested some changes uh, 
in the next few days and we're going to be waiting to get those responses. You can go to nchg.com slash PSAT bill and any updates we get uh, as far as how it's going or the versions that we establish will be on that um, link. So, so you can check that out. So once again, okay. we're working for you to try to make sure that you can do the things you need to do uh, for your home education in North Carolina. And this is just one, one of those examples. Yeah. Um, and speaking of legislation, we have the Capitol Fest coming up, which is April 5th. That's coming up very soon. Uh, registration is open. You want to go check that out. <clears throat> so once again, since this is the long session, uh, we have Capitol Fest every other year. And this is the year that we have it because everybody's there and, and busy. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a special day full of activities for North Carolina homeschoolers to meet their legislators and attend special workshops on North Carolina's legislative, executive, and judicial branches and tour three of the buildings, the Supreme Court, the Capitol, and the legislative building. I always love going to these things. It's so great. I went the last time we had it, which was, I think, pre-COVID. That's right. Um, and it was so wonderful. It was Just, packed out. It was packed and out. There were, I mean, there were more than a thousand yes, people. Yes, but it was so wonderful. And I felt like my kids really learned a lot and getting to see our government in action. And I mean, it's just yeah. a great field trip, wonderful opportunity. So we're going to have all of that is set up and planned for you. Mm -hmm. Go register and you can schedule which tours and things you want to go on. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Um, finally, we want to talk about the um, team track. We have mm -hmm. lots of talks, workshops at the Thrive Conference for teens and parents of teens, like lots of workshops. Yes. Um, so, and interestingly, we're going to be talking about homeschooling high school. Right. This is one of those situations, besides when you start homeschooling, that you're asking, can I really do this? Absolutely. Right. So you start and you're like, I'm not sure I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then you start high school. I'm not sure I can do this. <laughs> well, the answer is you can do it. Absolutely. Amanda's going to help you, but you can come to the conference and we have this whole team track and it's amazing. So again, go to nchg.com slash thrive. Look at the um, tab for uh, team on the left and you'll be able to see all of the workshops and the main uh, Dr. Bill Brown, our main uh, team track speaker. Yes. Finally. We have two important deadlines. Mm. March 31st this week is the college scholarship deadline. So you can still, if you're a member of NCHG, you can still apply for those scholarships. The other one is the single parent scholarship for the conference. Yes. Again, the same day, March 31st is the deadline. So you, if you're a single parent, want to come to the conference, you can apply for that scholarship. Yep. Okay, so... Speaking of legislation, mm -hmm. uh, again, a couple of weeks ago, we were able to go to Raleigh and I was able to sit down with Representative Jeff Zinger and we saw last week the first part of that conversation. So now we're going to check out the second part of that conversation. I mean, we, we're blessed that we have the opportunity to influence outcomes. We have the opportunity to, to, to have a voice and a much bigger voice. The problem is, is that we um, we don't engage like we should. You will see poll after poll after poll after poll, or studies, I should say, that'll tell you that if everybody that claims to be a Christian would vote, we could win every election. 
And so our problem is turnout. There's a, there's a lot of ways to be engaged, but you know, from being, when it comes election time, to being poll workers, to knocking doors. We had a prayer group on our front porch every Monday night during the election. Um, uh, to lobbying for bills, to helping to raise money, to making awareness on different issues. I mean, there is just a lot of ways to engage. And, and for me, we have a competitive district. It probably takes about 225 or 250 people total mm -hmm. to make it happen. And every single piece of that is vital. And so I really encourage people, one, that are homeschooling, teach their kids about politics. Mm -hmm. um, we're accessible. Um, we love having people come down here to the state house, and we give them a big tour if they come. Teach them about it. Well, on that topic, uh, April 5th, coming up, is our Capitol Fest. Yeah. Okay, so we are inviting all the homeschool families in North Carolina to meet us here in, in Raleigh. We have a great day planned with lots of workshops, uh, tours of the legislative building, the Supreme Court, and um, we're going to be equipping you to come around and visit all of the the reps and senators and represent, you know. And here's what I would say is when you come, make sure, since you're going to be coming from all over the state, that you call the office of your representative and your senator and tell them you're coming and try to get an appointment yeah. so that you meet them that's and right. talk to them. And that's really, really vital. Um, and it's great for your kids because now it's not kind of politics and government over here. It's, oh, yeah, here you go. So let's back up for a minute and look at the landscape uh, of North Carolina, or maybe this, uh, the nation, um, and the education upheaval that's taking place. Yeah. Um, and and maybe the question is, what's the importance of home education in the cultural landscape? Yeah, I think first, you know, that's a big question. So first of all, I'd say if there was a golden lining in the whole COVID thing, mm -hmm. it was that every parent in the country and every parent in our state had to take a look at education. Well, guess what? A whole bunch of them didn't like what they saw. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that was really incredible is, and, and I know the homeschool kids might not feel as good good about it, but they didn't miss any any days. And so the homeschool right. community just continued to, to move on, and, and you're starting to see how, how big that is because all the, a lot of the other ones have not, you know, we've got all this stuff about learning loss and stuff. Well, the homeschool community didn't didn't experience that. Private school community didn't really as much as much either because they most of them stayed open as well. But from a cultural standpoint, if we're going to pre preserve our culture, the homeschool community is vital. In that, you know, one of the things that we did, we spent a lot of time teaching Christian worldview and American history, and that's vital. And it's not being taught everywhere. We can be a really powerful force in how we educate our kids. And so I want to encourage all the homeschool parents out there that may be weary, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Just stick it out. And, um, and you know, make sure you've got other families with you to do it. That's what we did. We had about five or six homeschool families, and we just all ran together. And mm. it turned out great. We may have uh, covered most of it, but would you have anything... Uh, any last thoughts for homeschool dads? Uh, yeah, homeschool dads, <clears throat> be engaged. Um, I didn't do as much of the day-to-day -day stuff, but what I was able to do was, you know, teach my kids about, um, you know, work. I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but we're in, we're in a situation where we have a whole generation 
a lot of them don't want to work or know how to work. Mm -hmm. And so we had a little place where we had animals and stuff. And so we taught them how to work and, and, and set that example. Also, you get kids with different gifts. When you see that, encourage them. My one son, um, wildly mechanically inclined. Okay. I mean, off sure. the charts. Mm -hmm. So when, me not, I can do a little bit, but I'm not, you know, so I helped him. I taught him how to start a little business and he did building birdhouses, and then he made enough money, he wanted to buy a Jeep. And so at 11 years old, he bought a 1952 <laughs> Willys military Jeep. <laughs> Great. Brought it home. I bought him a manual, um, original manual, because they were made for anybody to use. And he broke that thing down and restored it and had it ready two weeks before he turned 16. And, I mean, it's beautiful. Wow. And but So for years he was working. For five years. Oh, and so... Goodness. But, but it was interesting because he, he was so passionate about it. He would do his schooling and he'd be done at 1130 or something, right? Mm -hmm. Go to the garage. And then what I did is I would help him wherever I could or put him in touch with folks or, you know, I was supplying the different things that he needed so that he could keep doing that. And that has served him really, really well. Um, he rebuilt, give you an idea of his ability, he rebuilt the transmission when he was 12. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and here's and here's a, a thought here is that uh, the expectations are so low. Yes. Uh, and when we give opportunity and yep. equip them yep. and the space and time, which home education is one of those yep. that gives you the extra space and time for yep. those things. And it doesn't matter. That, and, and you nailed it. It's about recognizing and helping create the opportunity. And that's one of the things... You know, I think dads particularly can do um, with their boys, but also with the girls. We had our some of our kids are really musically inclined, and so we created an opportunity for that too. And um, you know, it all depends on what they're interested in. And and if you can just open that opportunity up and give them the time. And, and you know, the other thing I really like about homeschooling is basically what we're doing is we teach our kids how to learn. And if they teach them how to learn, and they are excited about that. All you got to do then is just keep putting in front of them, and they'll learn it. Mm -hmm. And so it's extraordinary to me. Uh, th that was probably one of the biggest things that really revealed to me with homeschooling is just even with the most aggressive public schooling that there is, it's still shooting really well. Yeah. You know, because they have to gear it towards everybody. That's right. Yeah. You know, and whereas for us... My oldest son was different than my other son. That's right. My oldest daughter was different than all, both of them, and my youngest daughter's different than all three of them. And so we've catered, right, to what works. That's right, and that's what we we always emphasize, and what I keep emphasizing is that when when our kids struggle in a certain area, we can give them all the extra attention and time they need. Yep. When they excel in an area, they can go as fast as they want. Yep, turn them loose. And uh, that's one of the the best benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan. And I would have, uh, nothing I would have done differently. And uh, hopefully someday, maybe I can help um, homeschool some grandchildren. We'll see. That'd be great. <laughs> well, Representative Zinger, we're glad that you took some time to talk glad. to us. Glad we could get in touch. Glad to, glad to Appreciate you sharing. And I will look forward to seeing you. You say it's April 5th? April 5th, that's April right. April 5th. I'll make sure that we're ready. And if you're in Forsyth, Forsyth County or the side that, that you're on, the yep. west side. West side. Um, then make an appointment. So you can make sure and, uh, and meet up. 
And the other thing too is if any of you are doing government or anything like that and you'd like me to come and speak with some kids, get some kids together, we, I do that all the time as well. And nice. so if you're in my district, that's easy for me to do on a Monday or a Friday. Otherwise, come on down here on the 5th and I will take you out on this house floor and show you all kinds of things. Cool. Thanks Thank so you. much. All Good right. To talk to you. Yeah. Okay, we are ready for homeschool helps with Amanda. She's live right now. And we've already told you, this is homeschooling high schoolers. Big deal. That's right. And like we already said, when I first started homeschooling, I was scared, like a lot of people are. And then we got past that first year, we got into a groove, all was well, until my oldest daughter's eighth grade year. I suddenly realized we are gonna be homeschooling uh -oh. high school. Yeah. And uh -oh. <laughs> I was scared all over again. Yeah, right. absolutely. I had that freak out moment. Um, maybe even more so because high school just felt so much bigger and more consequential than fourth grade when we started. Um, so if you're looking ahead to starting high school at home or maybe even pulling someone out of school to homeschool high school, let me encourage you first of all, it is normal to feel a little bit scared, mm -hmm. a little bit sure. nervous. Right. It's normal, maybe overwhelmed, it's okay. Right. And there's so much help for you. Like we've already mentioned today, there's great workshops at the Thrive Conference. We have webinars, we have this homeschool help segment right, right now. So mm -hmm. we wanna help you. Um, there's so many resources out there. So where to start? I always tell people to begin homeschooling high school with the end in mind. What does that mean? It means look down the road as best you can and try to envision what the next step for your student is going to be after high school and make a plan based on that. So can we really know beyond a shadow of a doubt what the future holds oh, for wow. our kids? Of course not. Mm -hmm. Of course not. And sometimes, okay, maybe most of the time things change, right. um, but it is so much better to make a plan and that way, whatever their future holds, whatever God has for them, they'll be equipped for it. Keep the options open. Absolutely. Now, I know some families that they know absolutely for their family and their circumstances, if their student continues with education after high school, they're going to begin at a community college. And then if they need more education after that, then they would transfer to mm -hmm. a four-year university. Mm -hmm. Now, the academic requirements for that scenario are different than for a student who absolutely right. plans to go straight into a four-year university, right? Mm -hmm. um, another scenario would be if you have a child that wants to or plans to play sports in college. This is where I am right now. You must start planning for that and keeping detailed records the whole time in high school. That's a whole different thing. And sometimes you make a plan with a certain end in mind, and then things change altogether. Right. But that's mm. okay, that's okay. The plan is always flexible. It's a guideline, it's not a law. Um, it's just something to help you mm -hmm. as you're coaching your student through high school, right? Now, here's a very short version of what to do, because this could be a whole hour workshop, mm -hmm. but I've got you know eight or so minutes, so we're gonna go short. So make a loose four-year plan, again, based on what as best as you can ascertain that your student will be doing, going on to do after graduation. Now, let me remind you that here in North Carolina, we're 
our own private school once right. you open your homeschool. So that means you set your graduation requirements and you issue your student their diploma mm -hmm. when you decide that they've met those requirements. So I would encourage you, high school is such a wonderful time for students to really dive into their passions, explore what they're interested in, um, to discover things that they might want to do right. after mm -hmm. high school or discover things they definitely don't want to do, right? So yes, make a plan. Now, for my kids in my house, I wanted them to be able to attend a four-year university if that's what they needed or wanted to do. So I looked at the admission requirements for several different four-year universities, and I based my graduation requirements around that. Mm -hmm. right. Now remember, there's a lot of room for creativity and diving deep into passion subjects within that plan. Mm -hmm. Let me give you some examples. The plan may say English 1, English 2, English 3, English 4, but what is included in those courses right. is up to you, right? One of my high schoolers loved movies and hated to read. <laughs> so one of his English credits was based on a book called Movies as Literature. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. He did actually have to read yeah. and write to complete that course, course. <laughs> but it included something he loved to do, so it, it helped. One of my high schoolers was a pre-professional ballet dancer and spent many hours in high school doing a ballet apprenticeship. 100% that counted as a credit oh, on yeah. her transcript, cool. right? That's great. And then one year, my high schoolers at the time spent many hours studying and performing music. That was an elective credit for her. My oldest son started a business when he was 16 and he spent many hours studying how to run the business. He created a website, he designed flyers, he created invoices mm. and did all of that. You better believe that was yeah. on his transcript. Lots of work. Entrepreneurship, yeah. right? That's right. So there's so many opportunities that you can do within the plan. Again, I can't possibly give you all the ins and outs of homeschooling high school in this short little segment, but for more details, Go to nche.com. We have some free webinars, one on homeschooling high school, one on preparing for college. Come to the Thrive Conference. Go to those workshops. They will help you and equip you. We also have a great section at nche.com slash helps. There's a whole section on homeschooling high school, mm -hmm. and it will help you. Right. And as always, you can email me at helps, H-E-L-P-S, at nche.com. And I'd love to help answer your questions. Great. So there we go. Super helpful. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. We appreciate you guys joining us uh, once again this week on the show. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can write us at the homeschool show at nche.com. If you have questions, if you have things you would like us to talk about, mm -hmm. uh, let, us, let us hear from you. Also, we'd love for you to share this with friends and family that you think it would be uh, encouraging and inspiring for that's what we want to do is uh, help parents homeschool with confidence and joy so you can help us do that by connecting us with more people right. and until next week continue to do that homeschool with confidence and joy bye-bye <laughs>